0: All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under to cash in. Head over to pricepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. we brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new, free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's sobed.io slash sgpn. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, fun. to the NFL PropCast Week 16. Thursday night football edition. <sighs> I feel like we had a game yesterday. Oh, we did have a game yesterday. <laughs> and joining me to break down everything that's happened in the National Football League so far, and as well as break down the NFL week 16 Thursday night football player props, host of the fantasy football podcast and contributor for the sports gambling podcast network and the website rod via Gomez rod how are you feeling this uh Wednesday afternoon but I could get used to
1: football six days a week I really could it's it's not a bad <laughs> it's not a bad cycle to get in uh, I know the NFL probably would not want to do that but uh, I love football so I, I'll watch it every day all day
0: it, it makes the uh I guess we say it makes the day go by faster and, and it speeds the work up for us as well. I was thinking, oh, today's Wednesday, man. Uh, we had football yesterday. I have a day off to kind of gather my thoughts. Nope. I forgot Rod and myself record our shows on Wednesday afternoon, evening for the Thursday night football game. So here we are, man. Hey, we are we talk a lot offline about stuff going on, uh, Rod, but we're, we're not ones to complain when we get to sit here and talk about sports. Uh, almost on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, uh, let's start with uh, – let, let kind of we'll go through the two games that happened. I really didn't catch them, uh, Rod, yesterday. Um, I did see the Eagles, obviously, after a slow start, took care of business against the Washington football team with uh, Garrett Gilbert starting for the Washington football team at quarterback. They get the victory there 27-17, cover the spread. The game total goes over the, the number – And then on the uh, NFC West showdown between the Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams took care of business there, winning that game by 20 to 10. Um, A little lackluster in that game, I guess we can say, as far as um, uh, scoring and things like that. But quickly, Rod, uh, I'm sure since you're on the West Coast, you had the Seahawks game on, I'm sure. What did you think of the two games yesterday? So I, I
1: probably should have switched off of uh, the Washington football team as my pick when Garrett Gilbert started. I love Garrett Gilbert. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. Orlando Apollos forever. But uh, at the same time, I should have known better. I should have switched off my pick because I, I, you know, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> there, what more can I say about him? Just proving me wrong on a an entirely season basis. I I rid I wrote him off. And I shouldn't have because he's come back in the last few weeks and just looked like a world beater. He's going to be a league winner. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. He got off to a slow start yesterday too, right? Yeah, I think he had an interception on his first or second pass. Uh, saw the Slack Channel blowing up, calling for Gardner Minshew to come into the game. But hey, he rebounded very, very nicely um, for the Philadelphia Eagles last night. And I think for the Eagles. Yesterday, um, I'll leave the diehard uh, Eagles pod for them to in-depth uh, get into the in-depth analysis about this game, but they ran the ball very, very well last night. And I think that's you know what was pretty much their key to victory last night. Um, Dallas Goddard had an absolutely fantastic game for the um, Eagles. Again, all three guys, um, their superstars, Jalen Hurts. 20 of 26, 296 passing yards. Miles Sanders finally getting the carries for these uh, Eagles team. 18 carries, 131 yards. Uh, Jordan Howard also 15 carries, 69 yards. As a team, uh, Rod, the Eagles ran 41 carries, 238 yards, 5.8 yards per carry. Jalen Hurt scored two touchdowns. So uh, a huge victory for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Washington football team in that NFC East showdown. Um I, quickly, I, I want to go through that Rams and the Seahawks game where it seemed like either one of these teams really didn't want to win this game as, as far as what I was you know looking at and watching and going kind of through the box score. But eventually, I think the best wide receiver, uh, at least this year, came out and took care of business for the uh, Los Angeles Rams as he has been all season long. Cooper Cup, man, nine nine receptions, 136 yards, two touchdowns for him a long catch of 42 Um, on the flip side, you know, the Seahawks. I think that this was probably, I think personally, I'll get your thoughts on this quickly, Rod, is that this might be the end of the Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll era in Seattle this year. You got to
1: think it's coming to an end at this point. This is a a, a quicker decline than I think most Seattle fans, most NFL fans really would think to happen because we have not seen the Seahawks team that we've been used to seeing over the last—I don't know—five, six, seven years now. And not to say that they're ridiculously a great team, and they've always been a great team. I mean, you got to think back to a few years ago when they won the division with a losing record. So, yeah. um, you know, this is this has got to be it for them. They did not look at all. And and okay, they were without Tyler Lockett. but they still got DK Metcalf and DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. were not on the same page for most of the night. There were a lot of those throws that either one of them should have done a little differently to make it happen. But, and then their running game, not necessarily all that there either. I mean, Rashad Penny looked okay, but I mean, look, Cooper cup, what can you say about it? Cooper cup in the same with Jalen hurts in the same breath, right? They, they both dominated that game. I think Cooper Cup loves the fact that Matthew Stafford is actually there now. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, I mean, going forward, you got to fear this Rams team.
0: I think so too, man. I think that, you know, they they got that huge victory last week over the car against the Cardinals, um, which was I, I think that obviously they needed that game if they're gonna have a chance to win this uh NFC West uh division title. Now it's a two horse race between the Cardinals and the uh Rams here. So um both teams are at 10 and four right now. I think the edge is to still the Cardinals uh, because of their division record. I should have checked uh, what the uh, tiebreaker is, but sorry, both teams are at 10 and four with three games left. I think the Cardinals have a tougher road to end the season here. They have the Colts um, as uh, next week, uh, sorry, this coming week on Saturday on Christmas day. And then they go to Dallas and then they finish off the season against the Seattle Seahawks. And then for the Rams, um, I believe they have one division game left as well, which is against um, let's see here, again, no, yeah, against the 49ers and week 18. And then they go to Minnesota this week and then to Baltimore. So um, I guess about a tough road for both of these teams, but it's gonna be interesting uh game to watch or race to watch as we kind of close down the season here, uh, with just over three weeks left uh, here in the NFL season before we get into the playoffs. Um, Ron, let's get into some injury news around uh, this team for Thursday night football. Um, We have the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Tennessee Titans. And quickly, right now, I'm seeing a line of the San Francisco 49ers favored by three and a half points with a total of 44 Rod, I know you're the Niners fan. I do have the injury report here up, um, but a couple of key guys I do want to highlight and and also see what you're seeing from a fantasy perspective or injury news. Uh, Obviously, the big one is Elijah Mitchell. Is he going to be able to go this week or not?
1: Uh, It looks like he may. I mean, this is one of those situations where I've been reading that it is looking more and more like he's going to play uh, this week again, we know he's coming off of that injury. Uh, thankfully it's not a protocol thing, so he's not necessarily having to test. He just needs to actually be able to, to put, um, put weight on what he's got to, what he's got to put a weight on. So I think, yeah, like I said, from what I'm reading, I'm reading Mitchell is, is going to probably suit up. Um, which again, kind of puts, uh, Jeff Wilson jr. On the hot seat and in the back <laughs> back seat even. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm thinking Elijah Mitchell is going to play,
0: uh, We've said that before, though Munaf, and we haven't necessarily <laughs> been all that right, but yeah, it's uh, it's still Wednesday. I know the game is tomorrow, so definitely check the updated injury report as of uh, this afternoon and obviously tomorrow. Um, on the flip side, then um, for the Tennessee Titans, uh, Rod, I see Julio Jones did not participate in practice today. Uh, uh, Dante Foreman did fully participate. I know, I think he left with an injury last uh, week against the Steelers. And a couple of other, you know, guards and linemen um, that did fully participate for the Titans this week. Um, anything significant for the Titans, um, Rod?
1: AJ Brown back on the practice field. So okay. keep an eye on that too. Uh they they have videos of him uh running, not necessarily full speed, but at least uh making cuts and and trying to run with resistance bands uh today in practice. So uh, I think he could be good to go and lined up uh for Thursday night.
0: Oh, interesting. So I do have A.J. Brown on one of my fantasy lineups or fantasy teams that are in the playoffs right now. So I definitely will have to check that um, tomorrow before game time. Um, Rod, you are the uh, San Francisco 49ers fan within our uh, Sports Gaming Podcast Network. But uh, for these two teams, it's a tale of um, two teams going in different directions here. The San Francisco 49ers have won I believe five out of the last six games and the Titans here have lost three out of their last four games. Um, the only victory has come against the Jackson and Jaguars, where I think even in that game uh, prior to last week that the Titans didn't look very good, but kind of in your eyes, and then we'll get into our player props um, for the 49ers. What's kind of been the the difference for them? Is it that they've kind of gotten back to running the football and, and being healthy and, and ex- being looking like the team that, we thought they were going to be, or is it something else for this 49ers team?
1: Crazy enough as it seems, I just feel like it's mindset. I feel like once they started to get back into the running game, right? I mean, like you said, uh, handing the ball off to Mitchell, I think for them, something clicked. And and maybe the fact that they weren't trying to switch in Trey Lance every 15 seconds and make Trey Lance a thing and really just say, look, Jimmy, this is exactly what we said it was going to be. This is your team for the year you get to handle all of it, you get to, to make those decisions. And we're just basically going to give this to you and let you run this course and see what happens. It, 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 something happened in that, especially right after the buy too, that they just sort of clicked for them. And, and now that they're getting a little more creative with Debo and, you know, it just feels like they're having fun. And it looks like they're having fun. It almost looks as if they, they kind of don't, care how the season ends up, which obviously I know they do, but they're playing like they kind of don't like they're just out there having fun and you see smiles and you see happiness and you see Jimmy, he may make a mistake but he's not out there you know, wearing it on his sleeve for the rest of the game and and, and worried about losing his job to Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, he's just out there and he's doing great things with the ball, not necessarily lighting up the scoreboard, but he's doing what he needs to do to win and that's Really, what it all boils down to for the Niners, defensively, they're keeping them their offense in games, and yeah. offensively, they're doing just enough to win.
0: Yeah, look, their offense has not been playing really well over this this little uh, you know winning streak that they've had. They've won five out of the last six games, and they've scored thirty or more points in five out of those six, uh, or five out of the last six weeks. Um, the lone loss that they didn't score uh, thirty points was. Uh, Against the Seahawks a few weeks ago where they only scored 23 in their last and they lost their game. And then they also had the Cincinnati Bengals um, where they, you know, come from behind victory. I think that the game went to overtime. They scored 26. So it almost seems like the magic number for the San Francisco 49ers is getting, you know, at least 30 points to uh, ensure a victory. But. A pretty favorable schedule, I guess we can say, for the 49ers down the stretch. They have the Titans. I think this is a big game uh, this week for the San Francisco 49ers as far as playoff implications go because the week after that, they have a pretty much a bye week where they play the Texans. And then that last week, um, the final week of the NFL season where they have to go to L.A. to take on the Rams. So I think two, two huge games coming up here for the uh, San Francisco 49ers as far as where they uh, fall in the playoff picture uh, right now, they're currently number six in these standings in the NFC. So um, I know you're the fan. Let your fandom come out a little bit. How, how are you feeling about this team um, going into tomorrow night and then for the rest of the season? And maybe, you know, the, if they can make a playoff push.
1: I think we're catching the Titans at the right time. I mean, they really are discombobulated right now. And even if A.J. Brown or A.J. Brown does come back, uh, I still think that this is a Tennessee team that is very much uh, faltering and, and very much on the back end of – Of what they started the season as so I think we're catching them at just the right time and as far as the Rams in in the last week of the season the Rams could I think mathematically lock themselves into the playoffs in their spot that they're going to be in by week 18 which means it's a very real possibility that we could be catching the Rams at a time where they're resting some of their players or at least limiting their uh, their snaps which means you know we have a very real chance of beating the Rams. And even if they don't, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a tall ask to do. I'm not sure the Niners have what it takes to beat the Rams right now. Cause the Rams are really on fire. Uh, but I mean, you know, again, if this is a, a instance where the Rams sit some folks, I think we can backdoor our way into a, a pretty decent playoff spot. And I know, I think we're going to make the playoffs regardless. Yeah. It's just a matter of where we're going to be.
0: Yeah. And I think this, uh the, any San Francisco regular season win total, uh, betters are going to be sweating it either way out because I think this number was around 10, 10 and a half, maybe 10 and a half, 10 and a half. So depending on where you got this number, you're going to be sweating out these last three weeks for the San Francisco 49ers. So definitely some hedge opportunities coming up, uh, within the next week, but I think this is a big game, uh, tomorrow night for the, uh, uh, for the San Francisco 49ers and also the Tennessee Titans who, our look in that AFC South, it's it's pretty much a two horse race now. Um, uh, Rod, as we thought it was going to be all season long, we the Texans are we thought they were. So are the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, Indianapolis Colts have a huge game against the Cardinals this week, and I think that you no, know, it's just going to depend on looking after their remaining three games on and who has that favorable schedule right now. Tennessee is in the driver's seat. They are they have a one game lead over the Colts. They're four and one in the division, and they have games left against. Like I said, they have the Niners, they have the Dolphins in the last week of the season. They have the Texans. So, um, where do you kind of see this AFC South uh, finishing up? I think it well. Unfortunately, as the Tennessee Titans, see these are
1: kind of like two of my favorite teams because I have a soft spot for for Tennessee as well, uh, having been to uh, Tennessee's first game in the their stadium in Nashville. Right. Uh, but you know, this is kind of a sad situation for them. I don't know that they have what it takes now to to plow their way across the line and 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 win the South. Uh, Derrick Henry was a major reason why they got out to the start they did you can see what happens when they don't have henry when they don't have brown when they don't have julio and who knows if if those two guys are still going to be uh, a factor coming into the next couple of weeks for them um, they may be on the field but they may not be a factor you know and and that's yeah. a tough thing to get over and they don't have the depth to keep up anymore if if they lose both of them for any more time and dante Foreman, you know give him credit and hillard give him credit they're they're filling in but they're not Derek henry so um, yeah, unfortunately, I think this is a Tennessee team now that that uh may it's gonna make it to the playoffs, but I'm not sure that it's gonna advance any farther into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I think man, this this Tennessee team, I think what, a few years ago, they were in that AFC championship game. So I mean, I think the potential is still there, but again, health is a big question and it has been for the past several weeks. Um, even in the course of the season for the Tennessee Titans, right? You're not you don't have your top two targets for a lot of the season julio jones and aj brown like you mentioned and like you mentioned with aj brown even if he does come back tomorrow how effective is he going to be because you know it's short week i know he has he's been out for a while but you know teams kind of regress when they have a game on thursday night football whether it's you know defensively or offensively but um you know anytime you play the pittsburgh Steelers, it's always a physical physical game so it is going to depend on how you know how some of these players for the sorry for the Tennessee Titans are feeling after coming off of that physical game against the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday so definitely looking forward to how things unfold uh it's crazy i think i saw something this morning that said i think like 26 or 27 teams are still in the playoff hunt and, and could still make the playoffs this late in the year a lot of times rod especially at this point of the, of the season, we see teams kind of, you know, separate themselves um, as far as big division winners. But if you kind of go through, at least in the AFC, um, the East, the North and the South, either they're tied or one game separates uh, the first and second place team. I think the only team in the AFC right now that has a two game lead is the Kansas city chiefs uh, over the chargers who are 10 and four and the chargers are eight and six, but Definitely fun times as far as being an NFL fan and watching these uh, playoff seeds kind of unfold. Let's put a bow on the news, Rod. We'll come back. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll get into our player props for this Thursday night football game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Tennessee Titans. College Football Championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at T-I-C-K-P-K.com slash SGP. That's TickPick.com slash SGP. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport, plus you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on Winbet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, Winbet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at Winbet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. Picks. PrizePix Picks is an easy way to play Daily Fantasy. It's Daily Fantasy Simplified. You pick 2-5 to five players, and an over and under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PrizePix has a ton of stats to choose from including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. PricePix allows mixed entries, so you can take the over on LeBron's points combined it with the under on Patrick Mahomes, yardage, and the same entry. PricePix offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PricePix has an award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play Store. PricePix is 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. PricePix can be made in, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Pricepicks.com promo code SGP. Check it out for yourself, guys. It's really fun to use. I use it on the daily for NBA and NFL. PricePix.com promo code SGP for that 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers use Propswap swap every day to find the best odds on futures props and parlays the average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on prop swap get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app prop swap is where america buys and sells sports bets all right coming off of the break let's get into these player props rod i'll give you the floor first sir what do you got so uh, we're going to start with Ryan Tannehill because
1: why not? The quarterback props is where we usually start. So let's do that again. And look, some of his props for his passing props. I, I wasn't really necessarily all that happy with not just the line, but also the odds for it. So we're going to go to Ryan Tannehill's rushing total. How's that? Okay. Uh, I don't normally do this, but I will. Uh, but I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill is going to go over 15 and a half rushing yards. Um, this one's at minus 115 uh, that I saw it on. So, uh, look, you look back and he did this last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had 18 yards two weeks ago against the Jags. He had 29, 24 against new England, uh, before the buy. He's really, he's done this six times over the course of the season. He's gone over at least 15 and a half yards. So uh, I think it stands to reason that, I mean, we, we know that Tannehill's not hurts. We know he's not a running quarterback. We know he's not a guy that's going to take off and, 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 you know, speed across the field for a bunch of yards. Um, But, you know, when when he gets flushed out of the pocket, he has the opportunity to take off for a couple of yards here and there. Um, And then you look back at what the Niners have done last week. They let Matt Ryan run for 20 yards. I mean, they flushed him out for (laughs) for 20 yards. So if if Matt Ryan can run for 20 yards against them, uh, and then also really in total seven quarterbacks uh, against the Niners have hit this mark. So I have a feeling that, that, again, Tannehill is going to need to buy some time and, and, you know, it, it may take all game for him to get there, but I think he's going to at least get 16 yards for you.
0: Yeah. And I think you highlighted that over this last three games here, right? He's had a, com- a combined 14 attempts, has Ryan Tannehill, then he's gone over this number in every single one of those games. So, you know, we, we when we try to tackle these player props, we kind of like looking at what they've done recently. Hey, what have you done for me recently um, over the past couple games here? And then at least over the last three weeks, for sure, that Ryan Tannehill has gone over this number. Let's not forget, Ryan Tannehill is a great, uh, running quarterback, especially in the red zone, right? We've seen a lot of times where they kind of run that read option that he's able to get into the end zone and have those rushing touchdowns. So, And he scored two uh, over his last two weeks uh, combined, right? One in each game as far as rushing. So I don't hate that prop at all. Uh, 15 and a half is, is very concerned for a guy like Ryan Tannehill. Um, for my first player prop, I am sticking with Ryan Tannehill. And like we talked about, what have you done for me recently? And I think that, you know, since you uncovered that A.J. Brown may be able to go take this with a grain of salt, but I'm taking the under on his passing yards this week. Uh, under 215 and a half is what I uh, got it at. So, you know, look, he's been struggling over his last uh, three weeks, and we highlighted that it's been without AJ Brown, it's been without Julio Jones. And over his last three weeks, he's struggled to get even over 200 passing yards um, against NFC West opponents this season. The struggles have continued. Against the Cardinals, he threw for 212 passing yards. Against the Rams, he only threw for 143. The only good game that he had against an NFC West opponent was the Seattle Seahawks, but that was all the way back in week two where he threw for 347 at that time. Seahawks' defense was really struggling to say the least early on in the season. So, um, again, make sure to check that injury report. That I think that if A.J. Brown is going to play tomorrow and if Julio Jones is going to go as well, um, I probably won't be betting this bet, um, but just for the show purposes right now, I'm assuming that one of those two guys is not going to be able to go. But, again, what they've done recently, especially with Deontay Foreman, that they've been able to run the ball effectively, I'm going to go with the underpassing yards on Ryan Tannehill at 215.5.
1: That's a good call because San Francisco's also been kind of a tough secondary over the last few weeks, too. They haven't really let the quarterbacks that they've been playing uh, really open it up against them either. So this is going to be difficult for Tannehill. And look, right now, I mean, it really does look like Julio is trending where he's not going to play. Okay. It just it does not seem like Julio is going to suit up. And again, like you said, even with A.J. Brown out there, I'm not sure that they're going to take too many deep shots for A.J. Brown. I, I really don't feel like he's going to be that explosive to where they can do that. So that definitely is going to limit Tannehill's ability to throw. And, you know, we're only going to see him maybe throw 25 passes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Niners have not been allowing a lot of, of pass uh, attempts over the last few weeks either. So, you know, again, uh, I, I like that. I think Tannehill, as much as we want to... I mean, in fact, I was going to do a passing yards uh, prop too, but I was like, man, this is just... It, it almost feels like it's, it's it's too much of a gimme that he's not going to even hit 200 in this game.
0: Yeah. It looks tough, man. It's, and, and especially a quarterback, like the, well, the offense that we've seen from the Titans in the past years, before they lost Arthur Smith uh, to the Atlanta Falcons as a head coach, this offense was one of the best in the entire league, right? Obviously I just, because you had Derrick Henry in the backfield, but it's crazy to think for the Titans that they haven't had Derrick Henry for the past, what, five, six weeks. They haven't had their two best wide receivers. What the potential, what this offense could have been, it just had to be there. And, you know, injuries are part of the game, right? Some years you don't have injuries, some years they add up. So that, that it is what it is at this point. But I think I got to continue riding the undertrend here for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, let's get to your next uh, player prop, Rod, what do you got? All right, we're going to take Jawan Jennings over 19 and a half receiving yards. That's my uh, second that. one as well, so you take the road for this, sir. Oh,
1: man, I hate that we got the same one. Uh, all right, well, anyways, so yeah, Jawan Jennings, obviously it, you like it too. He was over this prop in three of those last four games. The fact that they're using Debo more as a running back obviously makes like Ayuk the number one when that happens. Um, and and they usually always run the ball when he, when Debo's in the backfield, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they actually do pull up and pass. And uh, in that instance, you know, Juwan Jennings obviously becomes a, a good number two receiver in that situation. So, you know, obviously Juwan Jennings last week caught the touchdown, which now you start to see this guy develop a little more. As a receiver, Jimmy is is starting to trust a lot more than just George Kittle and and Debo Samuel out there and Brandon Ayuk. So the fact that he can spread the ball around a little bit more and maybe maybe this has been Jawan Jennings' coming out party for the last couple of weeks in that, hey, I'm a factor in this offense as well, could give Jimmy an opportunity to look more his way. And look, he's averaging around 230 passing yards a game. We obviously know Kittle gets a chunk of that. Debo will get his. Ayuk is starting to get a little more. But the rest of it's got to go somewhere. And I yeah. think Juwan Jennings becomes that guy. Uh, and, and we're only asking him to get 20 yards yeah. in this situation. So um, I feel like that's possible.
0: 100%. And I think to add on top of what you just said, agree obviously with everything you said because we have the same player prop here, which is always sometimes a good thing, Ron. Right? Let's, not, let's not kick ourselves because we have the same one here that we agree on it. But um, I think that especially with what George Kittle has been able to do over the past several weeks here for this offense, for the San Francisco 49ers, um, that attention is going to be on George Kittle to slow him down right and like you said that's going to have to open up opportunities for guys like Jawan Jennings who's come on for this offense for the 49ers particularly what Kittle has done over the last 3 weeks he he's in two other last 3 weeks he's had double digit targets um, against a against the Seahawks he had 9 receptions against the Bengals 13 and last week he had 6 receptions on 6 targets Yardage-wise, 93, 151, and 181 for George Kittle. So, obviously, um, a big part of their offense and what they're able to do. Look, flat out, it's no secret that George Kittle, uh, this team is better when George Kittle is on the field, right? And, again, like we talked about, when the attention goes to trying to slow down one of your best, Skill position players in this case, George Kittle, that's going to open up opportunities for guys like Jawan Jennings. So asking him to get 20 here, it's not going to be a big deal for uh for this 49ers offense and get Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo getting him the football. Uh, just on top of that, also, uh, before we move on, um the Titans uh, defense against tight ends is pretty good. So I think that you know, if you're really feeling frisky, that maybe. Wait for George Kittle's yardage to inflate here a little bit because for the for the San Francisco 49, I'm sorry, for the Tennessee Titans defense against the uh, tight end position, they're only allowing about four receptions and thirty five point four receiving yards per game. And they're I think they're one of the best defenses against that tight end position at least a lot of fantasy football uh points as well so um look out for that uh for George kittle pros. but yeah everything you said about Jawan Jennings I 100 percent agree with um I'll put a, I'll put a bow on that too just just yeah. real quick because look
1: and he can do this in one in one catch too yeah. uh, he, he's had a, a long reception of 21 yards against Minnesota 25 against Cincinnati and he got almost all the way there against Atlanta with that 15 yard catch. So, um, you know, again, it, this isn't something that he can't necessarily just knock out in one catch.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh, if you take a look at what he's kind of done over the last uh, three out of the last four weeks, you're right. 21, 25 and 15 as long receptions. So, you know, maybe one catches gets us over the line for us, uh, Rod. So uh, we'll be definitely keep an eye out for Jawan Jennings tomorrow night against the Titans. Let's get to your last one, buddy. What do you got?
1: All right. So I'm going to go defensively this time. I, all it's, right. you know, I'm loving my defense and special teams pro, uh, props. Uh, all right. This time we're going to go Fred Warner under eight and a half tackles and assists. Uh, obviously, you feel like you know that Fred Warner is going to be getting a lot of uh, work close to the to the line of scrimmage with Dante Foreman running the ball. But here's the thing. Right. I mean, last week in Atlanta, he got nine tackles. But before that, against Cincinnati, and this is Joe Mixon, right? This is this is trying to stop Joe Mixon. He only had seven uh, tackles and assists, uh, one tackle, six assists. Minnesota, right? This is uh, this was Dalvin Cook, one tackle, two assists uh, against Jacksonville, four, seven, you know, eight against the Rams. So basically, he hasn't really done this, but only a couple of times in the course of the season. His name is flashy. People say his name a lot because he's always involved somewhere around the line of scrimmage, but it never really translates fully to the numbers. So uh, Fred Warner under eight and a half tackles and assists uh, for this game. I don't think he's going to reach nine. He'll get somewhere in the eight vicinity, Yeah, but I don't think he's going to get nine.
0: I don't hate it, man. Again, we, we're, we're a prop cast and we, we try to uncover value where we can find it. And, you know, you've introduced the kicker props. I took a kicker prop on Matt Gay yesterday, which cashed. Um, and then also, you know, introducing the defensive side of the football, which I think I you could probably count on one finger that there's no other podcasts that are probably uncovering defensive tackle uh, player props. So I'm glad you're uh, you're you're throwing these out to our listeners. So definitely uh, we'll be watching for Fred Warner not to have a big night uh, for the uh, San Francisco for now, at least tackling the foot or tackling uh, uh, the po- opposition um, for my last one, again, a guy that we talk about a lot uh when it comes to San Francisco 49ers. And you know, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a meh pop, but it's been cashing And That's gotta be Debo Samuel anytime touchdown. And look, the 49ers this season have found a way to, you know, utilize Debo Samuel even in a more unique way in their offense. And we've seen this season like Cordero Patterson for the Atlanta Falcons, where they're lining them up in the backfield as well. And not only that obviously being a receiver, but, you know, we've seen that with Samuel that that's that, you know, taking handoffs out of the backfield for the back um, uh, for the backfield, sorry for the San Francisco 49ers using him as a running back. It's worked really well for the 49ers, right? Samuel has a rushing touchdown for the 49ers in five straight games. He's played along um, uh, with a receiving touchdown in that span as well. I think if 49ers are going to win football games, like they have been five out of the last six weeks, Debo Samuel, it's almost kind of correlated that Debo Samuel is scoring touchdowns for them and they're winning a football game. So I won't be surprised again this week if we see another handoff for Debo Samuel out of that backfield in the red zone where he's able to break one off of the left side and find the end zone again. So I know it's only at minus 110, which I hate it. It feels at even or at plus odds. Shop around for this. Maybe you'll be able to find an even uh, number for Debo Samuel, but even at minus 110, I, I don't hate this for Debo Samuel to find the end zone any time in this game. That's the
1: way that the Niners have been winning. I mean, Debo pretty much has unlocked an offense that the Niner team, I don't think I've seen it in a very long time to where, you know, we've gotten this much production out of a guy all over the field. I mean, you know, we, we have a Swiss army knife. Now we have a guy that can do all that stuff. And, you know, again, you got to keep an eye on Elijah Mitchell too. Cause if, if Elijah Mitchell is, is even if he's in, he yeah. could still be semi limited in, in his touches, which means Debo gets a few more carries, which means Debo scores another rushing touchdown. It's it's almost that mathematical.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that again, you got to give a lot of credit to Kyle Shanahan. To you know, we've seen in the past where they've had the jet sweeps and they've had screen passes for for Debo Samuel in the passing game, but for them to uncover this in in the running game. Again, we're not saying it has to be a rushing touchdown. It's anytime touchdown for Debo Samuel. So um, you hit the nail on the head again, Rod, that, you know, for Niners have success, it's been on the back of Debo Samuel scoring touchdowns. I do want to throw one more out here. And I think that, you know, when we we're talking about Ryan Tannehill, uh, Rod, that this kind of stuck out to me when I was looking at his game log and at least over the past, um, wow, I, let's go back to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. He's been sacked two or more times in each of those seven games and in two of those seven games it's been three or more in two of those seven games it's been four times uh or more so he's been sacked twice um three times he's been sacked three times twice and then he's been sacked in back-to-back weeks four times each and Um, If you're able to find a, um, I think this might be on game day for total sacks for the San Francisco 49ers. I think that might be worth a look um, to, to play on that prop as well. Uh, Rod, let's do this. Let's take one final break, bud. We'll come back and we will get into our best bets and final thoughts for this Thursday night football game. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting, so if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a cool bonus. If you can get your entire fantasy football league to join join them on Better Fantasy, They'll give the league a $150 gift card to get a sick-ass trophy from TrophySmack.com. It's totally free to play, download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash sgpn that's b-e-t-t-o-r fantasy.com slash s-g-p-n. Guys again, check out price picks. You can bet on your favorite athlete to go over or under their stat projections. The website's really fun and easy to use. So make sure to head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP. That's prizepicks.com, promo code SGP to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBed is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBed is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBed.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free-to-web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it's purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn up the dial up a notch. Go to soulbet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets on Vegas odds or generate a bet by using the same changing metrics any way they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept the bet. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And of course, guys, don't forget to download the SGPN app. The SGPN app that is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's finish this out strong. Uh, Rod, best bet for this Thursday night football game. What do you got? Well, then I'm going to take the one that both of us put
1: together. I, I'm going right. to go ahead and take Juwan Jennings uh, over 19 and a half receiving yards uh, because we both we both thought of it. So yeah. uh, I think it's got to be a lock. It's got to be a best bet. Um, and again, I, I want to see this happen on one reception so that we can go back to enjoying the rest of the game and, and sweating the other props that we <laughs> that we bet
0: against. I know we had a double lock a few weeks ago. Do we hit that? I'll have to go look that up. I think I need to do a better job of recapping our picks. But I know we had a double lock, I think, a few weeks ago. But, um, yeah, I'll co-sign with that as well, man. I love that play. Um, But for me, let's go Debo Samuel. Anytime touchdown, I think it makes a lot of sense because, you know, for the reasons I don't want to get into again uh, that we talked about here, that Debo Samuel in the backfield or catching that this team, when they're winning games, Uh, Debo Samuel is scoring the football. So, again, I think this should happen again uh, in this football game versus the Titans uh, that he should be able to find this in. So shop around for this number, guys. I don't like it at minus 110. I'm going to shop around for this. Hopefully I I can find it at either even odds or maybe even a book that's sleeping at plus odds. So definitely shop around for that number. Uh, Ron, any final thoughts for this uh, Thursday night football game or any news and notes for NFL Week 16?
1: are we still in week 15? I mean cuz I feel like this week 15 has we just never ended. Uh no, listen, I just want to say congratulations to anybody because we're talking fantasy just for a second who has made their fantasy championship game uh in, in week 16 or if you're if you're still fighting for that week 17 uh week 18 spot, con- oh, you know, good luck to you. Um yeah, but as far as injuries and stuff, look, the COVID situation has just been absolutely out of control in the league right now so really keep an eye on your rosters for fantasy yes but like the the bets that you're going to make you know keep an eye because one player going down affects another player's props so um you know always make sure that you're keeping an eye on on the lines to make sure you get the best ones especially given if a player's out or if a player's not going to play um you know you don't want to you don't want to run a line that that's going to change that it could be to your benefit so keep an eye out and and just be careful when you're making bets this week cuz you never know right this is this is a really crazy landscape we're, we're playing in right now
0: A uh, 100% so i cannot disagree with that so make sure you have your alerts on guys uh you know make sure you're you have either you're checking the website where sportscampingpodcast.com or you have your, you know, you're in the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack, uh, or you're following guys like Adam Sheffer on Twitter, because if you're in these, uh you know, fantasy football uh, championship games or semifinal games, and then you have these guys that are catching COVID uh, it's going to be tough. So make sure to uh, uh, check out also the fantasy football podcast to make sure that you listen to Rod and the guys over there to who to start, who to sit, um, and as well as you had a very special guest this week on the pod. Rod, you want to tout that a little bit? Uh, I haven't yeah. got to, I haven't got a chance to get to that pod yet. It's on my list, but uh, I want to let you uh, let our listeners know who you the on the pod this week for fantasy football
1: you know you host so many podcasts i'm i'm not surprised that you don't have time to listen to too many of them <laughs> on the side uh no i did i did and thanks to you off, because you helped me get ariel epstein uh she's the prop queen over there at the yahoo Sportsbook. we stole a little bit of your thunder on the <laughs> podcast uh because we, we i wanted to speak her language and so we basically just broke down uh i handicapped a few players that that we needed to look out for in week 16 we talked about whether or not they would hit those, those marks and how that translates into fantasy. So we sort of made a hybrid prop cast slash fantasy football cast, but she was a fantastic guest. Uh, loved talking to her, loved the energy, loved the knowledge. And so it's, it's a really good show. You guys go back and listen to it. It's, it's still up there on the SGPN app. Um, and then get ready on Thursday. Cause we're going to hit some more of your start sick questions uh, in our mailbag, which is uh, going to be exciting. And one last plug, if I may Yeah, go ahead. So. I actually am excited because I made the conference finals in the Scott fishbowl because uh, I I actually had Travis Kelsey blow up for me. Uh, I uh, withstood a meltdown by Kirk cousins, uh, but I advanced and now I'm in the conference finals in the Scott fishbowl. So uh, super excited about that. And hopefully my players all play.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. a A big week for fantasy football podcast. And again, fantasy football in general. So if you haven't gotten over to listen to a Rod and Ariel Epstein on that podcast, uh, you definitely need to make sure to get over there. Look, Rod, I brought you on for the a reason for the prop cast. I had this vision in the future that we were going to get some type of, some type of big personality or a person that knows prop betting like Ariel Epstein on your podcast. So I'm glad that, you know, we were able to get her for the network and, um, hopefully she's going to be a, a friend of the show very, very soon uh, across. not oh, Hopefully we could get her from the podcast, but on the fantasy football podcast for sure. So definitely guys check out that episode with uh, Rod and Ariel Epstein. Uh, Rod, let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Yep, you can find me on Twitter at RJ gomez. Again, follow our fantasy Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. And of course, find the fantasy football podcast on the SGPN app or wherever you get your podcasts, just like this one.
0: Yes, sir. So make sure to download the app, go to your app store or Google play store, make sure to download the SGPN app, Uh, all the picks and pods for all the sports that we cover are right there at your fingertips. Um, Very, very easy to use. So uh, definitely make sure to uh, leave us a rating and review for the uh, app as well, as well as all the uh, podcasts and uh, shows that are happening across the network for the sports gambling podcast. With that being said, guys, Another Thursday night football podcast in the books. Uh, hopefully we can come out winners and profitable again this week for Thursday night football. That being said, guys, again, make sure to check those injury reports. COVID is happening. It's real. Um, it, it's, 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 it's happening by the hour on the hour for NFL and NBA. So make sure you have your alerts on and you're checking um, whatever outlet that you do check for your COVID related news for sports. Uh, with that being said, guys, you can find me on Twitter at sports nerd eight DMs are always open. I always have guys asking me questions. Always happy to help anybody with any betting related news or even, you know, life. Uh, if you need some life advice, I'm always there for you guys as well. So uh, we'll be back on, let's see. What's today? Wednesday, Thursday. I will be back tomorrow with Scott for NBA. Also, uh, Dan should be back this week for NFL week 16 Sunday game. So look out for that as well. Um, And please leave a review and a rating for this podcast uh, if you do enjoy listening to us. Hopefully it's a five-star review. Let's break the books off this week and let it ride.